0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 14th of March. Calls are growing for a parliamentary inquiry in New South Wales after bombshell allegations the state government bungled the rescue operation during the deadly floods across northern New South Wales. It's been revealed the SES rejected help twice from the ADF and a number of helicopters which are contracted to be on standby for disasters were not used. Many locals were forced to use their own boats to rescue trapped residents. Lismore Mayor Steve Krieg has told Channel 7 many locals are devastated about the new revelations.
2: doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Uh, it's very disappointing. and I think we really need to get back to looking at um, getting more local knowledge involved.
0: SES Commissioner Charlene York has blamed an incorrect weather forecast for the major bungle. I can't um, respond or prepare for an event that hasn't been forecasted, but even taking at its highest, it then, as I said, in the northern rivers went two metres above. Thousands of residents across northern New South Wales are still without power or running water with nowhere to live more than a week after the record-breaking floods hit. Overseas now and Russia is again intensifying its attack on Ukraine, this time carrying out an airstrike on a military base near the Polish border in Lviv, killing at least 35 people and injuring hundreds more. At least 2,000 people have now been killed in the besieged city of Kiev as the humanitarian crisis continues. Pope Francis is the latest world leader to condemn the Russian invasion, pleading for an end to the war before more Ukrainian cities become cemeteries. This translation thanks to Sky News UK. With grief in my heart, I join my voice to that of the common people who implore an end to the war. In the name of God, let the cries of those who suffer be heard and let the bombing and attacks cease. Let there be a real and decisive move towards negotiation and let the humanitarian corridors be made effective and safe. While it's been confirmed, American journalist and filmmaker Brent Renault has been killed after being shot by Russian troops in Ukraine. Two other colleagues were with him at the time, and they were filming refugees escaping just outside Kyiv, one speaking from his hospital bed.
2: We crossed the checkpoint, and they start shooting at us. Um, So the driver turned around, and they kept shooting. It's two of us. My friend is Brent Renault, and he's been shot and left behind. I saw him being shot in the neck, and we got split.
0: Back home now, and New South Wales health experts are calling for a return to some COVID restrictions, including masks indoors, as a new variant causes concern. Despite a spike in new COVID infections, Prime Minister Scott Morrison is planning to scrap close contact isolation rules. The move is being considered by the country's medical expert panel. But epidemiologist Professor Nancy Baxter says there's cause for concern with another virus peak just around the corner. There are so many things uh, relaxing at the same time uh, and so many protections being taken away right at a time where we start to see um, uh, you know things taking off again. And particularly there's a new var- new subvariant that's more transmissible, BA2. So I think we're going to see another peak. It comes as COVID cases are set to double in New South Wales within weeks. Meantime, China has locked down more than 17 million residents after a number of COVID cases were detected in the city of Shenzhen. All businesses except those providing essential goods have been shut or must operate from home, and everyone in the CBD will need to undergo three rounds of COVID testing. That's part of China's plan for a zero-tolerance COVID policy. And for the first time in more than two years, opposition leader Anthony Albanese. Easy has tied with Scott Morrison as the preferred Prime Minister in the latest news poll, while Labor maintains its six-point lead in the primary vote over the coalition. Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. We begin in Queensland and a senior member of the state's police force remains in a critical condition in hospital with two other officers also injured after a head-on collision. It happened over the weekend with the unit responding to reports of a stabbing just north of Brisbane. The Queensland Police Force is now looking into whether its officers were targeted deliberately in the incident. With more, his Brisbane reporter David Chiraz.
2: Good morning, Tash. The Queensland Police Service members were responding to the call in Caboolture when their car was involved in the head-on collision. Police bosses say the ute didn't reduce its speed, with the suspect ploughing into the police car head-on, smashing its windscreen, its side door peeling off. Authorities say it's a miracle anybody survived, with an investigation now looking into whether the act was deliberate.
0: And to Victoria now and the long weekend has been marred by violence. Our reporter Celeste Mitsu has the details from Melbourne. Good morning, Tash. Well, a 16-year-old is among the casualties after a very violent weekend across the city. Homicide detectives say the boy from Reservoir was stabbed in the early hours of yesterday morning and despite the best work of paramedics, he was unable to be saved. That incident is just hours after a West Australian man was killed and another injured in a large brawl in Docklands. Well, a 15-year old is fighting for their life after a fight broke out at Flinders Street Station. Three teens, the youngest 14, have been charged. Acting Superintendent Troy Papworth says it's disappointing.
2: Police are taking these investigations really seriously and I can say that we've had a number of people charged with respect to these investigations already.
0: Investigations into these incidents are well continuing today latest in business and finance news. We're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from au. Peter, good morning. Now, we've already seen extraordinary inflationary pressures with skyrocketing petrol prices and the cost of living increasing. And now there's new speculation, groceries could increase again by 10 to 20%.
1: Yeah, the pandemic supply problems had already pushed inflation up, but the Russian invasion has pumped up the price of all that affects transport costs, the making of packaging, cans and plastics, and even the production of food. The CEO of SPC expects prices of his fruit and vegetable products to rise by as much as twenty percent. Or his business will go broke.
0: And Peter, there's ongoing speculation and concern over this new COVID strain and also the ongoing war in Ukraine. But surprisingly, that's really not affecting stock markets and the local surges.
1: Yeah, that's right. The local share market is tipped to open 20 points high today, despite news about Russian bombs near the Polish border. And the US central bank set to raise interest rates this week for the first time since the pandemic was declared in February 2020. But peace talks are investors' greatest potential help. And over the weekend, European stocks rose after Vladimir Putin said certain positive shifts had occurred in the talks between the Kremlin, And Ukraine, keep fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Peter. And some interesting billionaires have joined forces. Mike Cannon-Brooks and Andrew Forrest are digging deep to invest in a solar power project that will export power to Singapore.
1: Surprising, isn't it? Cannon-Brooks of Atlassian and Forrest of Fortescue Metals Group have joined a $210 million raising of capital, which will see the 30 billion-dollar power business that collects sunlight from the Northern Territories outback via a solar panel farm and then sends the power to Singapore via a cable. The business is predictably called Sun Cable.
0: Love it. Thanks so much, Peter.
1: Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>
0: With Brett Thomas and Brett, our Aussie women's cricket side looks like the team to beat at the World Cup after another dominant victory.
2: Yes, good morning, Tash. Three from three, Elise Perry top scoring with uh, 68. Ash Gardner only came out of COVID isolation Saturday morning, but she was phenomenal yesterday, smacking 48 off 18. We made 269. New Zealand never got close. uh, All out in the end uh, for 128. Now, in Pakistan, we're in a very strong position leading into day three of that test. Looks like we just want to bat once uh, the pitch is starting to break up so it was a good toss to win and to get in and uh, bat first Usman Kawaja batting for almost 10 hours top scoring with 160 Alex Carey fell short of a century out for 93 and says they have no plans to declare just yet
0: you know the more we can uh, the
2: more runs we can get in this first innings obviously it, it sets us up for, sets us up for the back end lots of cricket over the weekend tash
0: absolutely we're so excited the NRL season is back in sensational form with a couple of nail yesterday.
2: Yeah, let's start with the Eels and the Titans. Most of the scoring done in the first half, the referees took centre stage after that. Parramatta holding on to win 32-28. Now, Justin Holbrook, the coach of the Titans, isn't happy with some of the line ball calls that went against them. But it's about us as a club not being one of the big clubs and not getting anything. If they're 50-50s, make them 50-50s. Give us a couple, give them a couple. We're happy. I'm not asking for 7-1 and 3-0 in the captain's challenges. And the New Look Bulldogs held on for a low-scoring win over the Cowboys.
0: And the AFL season is back to Brett, and it kicks off this week. And Dustin Martin is set for a big season with the Tigers.
2: He certainly is. He had that horrible kidney injury uh, last year, lost a lot of weight, and then his father, Shane, sadly uh, passed away as well. Uh, Damien Harwick, though, says that Dusty is as fit as he's ever been. It has, and he'll continue to, to struggle from time to time. As we know, you know, mourning is, is like an injury. It just takes time, you know. The injury that he had and then the passing of not only his father, but his best mate, has been tough on the kid. Tigers and Blues on Thursday night. They normally open the season, Tash, but this year the AFL will start on Wednesday with a grand final rematch, the Demons and the Dogs. Can't wait.
0: Let the games begin. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. And a 19-year-old university student has helped hundreds of Ukrainians fleeing their homes as the war continues, connecting refugees with those offering accommodation around the world. Avi Schiffman, who attends Harvard University, says he realised how difficult government's websites were to use, especially for those already dealing with so much. He's launched Ukraine Take Shelter, a simple user-friendly website allowing refugees to connect with people offering a place to stay across Europe and other parts of the world. How good is that? And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.